Welcome to the Bioinnovation Spotlight at Life Science Org. I'm your host, Dr. David Kirk, and I talk to the people behind early stage translational life science across Europe whose innovative research today may be the blockbusters and game changing technologies of tomorrow. This podcast is produced for Life Science Org, a community where European life science CEOs, founders, and investors can connect, share, and engage with one another. Life Science Org community members get exclusive early access to these episodes, as well as a network of their peers regular expert insights and sessions with leaders in life science, as well as useful resources for life science executives. Join the conversation at www.lifescienceorg.com. I'm joined this week by Will Milligan, founder of Extracellular, a company based in Bristol at the Science Creates Venture Hub that aims to be the first dedicated CDMO for the rapidly developing field of cellular agriculture and specifically in cultivated meat. Will, it's great to have you in the bioinnovation spotlight. Thanks for having me, David. So please tell me a bit about your background and why you wanted to become an entrepreneur. Mm. So I've worked in biotech for the past 10 years, but mm. I don't actually have much of a background in sciences or biology. Mm. I actually studied mechanical engineering at university. And before that, I grew up in a farm in Ireland. Right. But when I was growing up, I was always fascinated by how machinery worked and how things were made. And it's that kind of mindset of tinkering with things that's probably a common thread throughout my life. But my route into biotech was actually through manufacturing stem cells. So looking at how you scale up manufacturing to bring these therapies to more people cost-effectively. And I've worked on developing manufacturing processes for complex biological products for about 10 years. And in that time, and particularly in the last year or so, there was one area of biotech that I saw really needed some dedicated manufacturing and scale-up support. And it's that area of cellular agriculture and really in particular cultivated meat. Yeah, it's Normally, I would ask what the unmet need is, but we need a bit of context here um, before we kind of get into the unmet need. Uh, tell us what to you, what is uh, cellular agriculture and cultivated meat? So cellular agriculture is the method of producing food with biotechnology that would typically be produced by farming animals. So you can cultivate meat and seafood, but you can also produce things like eggs, milk, and even honey by fermentation mm. in the same way that beer or bread is made. Now, cultivated meat is a much more complex product. You're basically using stem cell technology and tissue engineering to produce food, but the benefits of trying to do this are huge. So from an environmental perspective, you use less energy, produce less carbon emissions, and use way, way less land. From an animal welfare perspective, you obviously remove the animal from the process, but you can integrate with much of the existing agricultural economy. And you can provide food security for countries which are facing agricultural challenges from climate change or where they just don't have the natural resources to raise animals. And the interesting thing is it's not just for human foods. So if you're a pet owner, you can feed your pets a sustainable, ethical, balanced diet using cultivated meat, for example, which doesn't involve the slaughter of animals. Wonderful. So tell me, what is the big unmet need then in the cultivated meat space? So this industry has a huge manufacturing challenge. So when cultivated meat gets to commercial scale, it'll be produced in Heineken or Stella-sized breweries. 
And we're starting to see some of them being built today. But before you get to that stage, you need to do your research and development. And you need to test whether your sausage or burger or fish product is right before you start building that facility. So if you're a startup and you want to make 20 different cultivated sausages for taste testing, for example, you need bioreactors, the equivalent of a microbrewery, really. And you need skilled people to run that microbrewery. You also need a process that works well with your cells. Mm. And you also need to do all of this under the right regulations to be able to eat what you make. So food safety standards, not necessarily the same GMP standards that you'd be familiar with with patient therapeutics. Mm. And to get to this stage, really, you need to invest millions of pounds or dollars before you can make anything. And it's high risk, and it takes years, and there are hundreds of companies around the world trying to do the same thing. Europe has been fairly fairly strong in this, in this sector as well. It's not just America. It's not just Asia. There's, there's quite a strong European appetite, pardon the pun, for cultivated <laughs> meat. Yeah, I think Europe led it pretty early on, but you're seeing huge investments in the United States and um, in Singapore and Israel mm. and, and across Europe. And, and we're starting to see more investment in the UK now for cultivated meat. How are you taking your, uh, I think, unique background in farming and uh, mechanical engineering and looking at extracellular and addressing this unmet need? So really, I think what I can do is bring manufacturing support. So I founded Extracellular to really help these cultivated meat companies in particular to accelerate the potential of their innovative products by setting up centralized manufacturing capabilities. So we're putting in place bioreactors at different scales, depending on what stage of development each of the companies is at. So whether you need the equivalent of one sausage or a thousand or one burger or a thousand. And on top of that, we're putting in R&D capabilities, again, to really help accelerate the development of these products, to help drive down the cost of production and to drive up the efficiency of the processes. We're investing in some really cool automation and machine learning capabilities, and we're collaborating with some fantastic companies who are on a similar mission. And ultimately, I think we can take years off the development timeline of these cultivated meat products, and I think we can make it millions of dollars cheaper. And I think the challenge for any startup today is how do you leave the planet in a better place than when you found it? And it's something that I'm still trying to figure out. And it's something that I want extracellular to be very conscious of. I really want extracellular to have a, a net positive impact on the planet. Um, and, and I think we as a company are going to be on a real journey, as well as trying to develop innovative solutions and building a business to trying to be as sustainable as possible as we do it. I'm presuming other companies in this space are either going to non-dedicated CDMOs or are trying to scale up themselves, as we've seen with, I think, Aleph Farms started building their own out in Israel. Is a dedicated CDMO completely unique? So currently, a lot of the businesses that are developing cultivated meat products have to build the capability themselves, mm -hmm. quite simply because there is no development yeah. or scale-up partner up there to really effectively support them. Hmm. You'll find... Some companies might go to biopharma CDMOs, but 
really they would be paying biopharma prices to develop a food grade product. Mm. What I really plan to focus on is putting in place fit for purpose facilities and equipment and processes to allow these products to come to market much more cost effectively than any other way. Looking at the cultivated meat space, the, the sector generally, where do you think it's going in the coming years? I think it wouldn't be fair to say the next 12 months, as we normally say, it is rapidly <laughs> developing. But I, I think the next few years, because there's still regulatory hurdles to come, and, and of course, building up the uh, manufacturing capability is a, a bigger task industry-wide. Yeah, and it, and it will take years to build up that capability and, and go through the regulatory approval. But so... Right now, there are already some cultivated meat products that you can buy, um, typically in niche restaurants in Singapore, for example. I think over the next couple of years, we'll see more restaurants around the world start to offer these products as they gain regulatory approval. Um, and I would say in the next two to four years, you'll start to see some products on supermarket shelves. And I like to think in, in five or so years, we'll start to see aisles in the supermarkets dedicated to this sustainable, ethical, slaughter-free meat. What do you think sets your scale-up technology apart from other scale-up technologies? Is it simply the working with the partners to fit these diverse cell culture types? Because every cell is, depending on the meat type, is always going to be cultured differently as well, but every cell type is going to have its own needs. Is that going to affect the process? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think we'll see different technologies come online over the next few years mm. that will supersede the last. So I think the infrastructure that we build today will definitely be able to get products to market. But it's the innovation that comes down the line that I'm really excited about. Mm. And we want to be a partner to help develop those solutions and help make them come to market. Um, the likes of 3D printing for meat or, or scaffold-based bioreactors where you can grow real tissue in um, a cost-effective manner. And there's some really cool technology coming through at the moment as well. And, and we want to, to be as collaborative and supportive with the developers of these um, engineering solutions and with the manufacturers of the final cultivated meat products. Awesome. Well, thank you, Will, for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. If you are an early stage life science company or translational project ready to spin out and you're based in Europe, you can get on the show by going to lifescienceorg.com forward slash bioinnovation. Talk to you soon.